morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 11th of October. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au, and you can read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, while you're on the website, you can always sign up for a two-week free trial. We'd love to have you on board. All right, well, Friday night in the US, uh, a little bit of higgledy-piggledy. The jobs number was a big miss compared to uh, economic forecasts there, and the market finished a bit of a... Uh, with a bit of a damp squib for the week, I have to say. The Dow Jones falling 9 points or 0.03%, 34,746. The NASDAQ down 74 points or 0.51 of a percent. And the S&P 500 down 8 points at uh, 4,391, down 8 points or 0.19 of a percent in the middle for Diddle. As always, SPY futures barely changed, down 4.7273, but it was all about the jobs number in the US. Also about oil prices continuing to push higher on Friday with Brent crude up 44 cents to 82.39 and WTI up a dollar and five cents to 79.35. We did see the VIX index come off uh, again, as you would expect, some uh, relative uh, calm and also being a Friday you do tend to see people not piling into buying options over the Friday because of the weekend theater there's also Columbus Day holiday in the US on Monday VIX index falling nearly 4% to 18.77 so we did see those oil prices pushing higher in other commodities on Friday we saw copper up 0.94% nickel had a smashing run, up 4.9% for nickel. Aluminium up 0.5, zinc up 3.4, lead up 2.2, and tin up 2.4%. And iron ore also knocking the lights out, up 6.15%, $7.25 to 125.05. So well and truly, the bulls have got the iron ore price by the horns at the moment. Uh, coal uh, unchanged and the Aussie dollar 73.12 up 41 to 73.12.56 of a percent. Here you can see the S&P 500 uh, really sort of meandering around, bit of a swoon, bit of a recovery by the dip, but it was all about those jobs numbers on Friday coming in at 194,000 instead of the 500,000 that the market had anticipated. So that just makes the the, uh, picture a little more confused for Jerome Powell in terms of tapering and rate rises. As far as the major stories go on Friday, Goldman's has cut its U.S. growth forecast and the world energy chaos turns Russia into a top emerging market pick and Taiwan pushes back after Xi calls for unification. Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says no COVID victory yet. The U.S. is still getting 95 to 100,000 cases a day. So uh, luckily we haven't seen the massive rise in hospitalizations or deaths, but still that is a big number. And of course, New South Wales opening up today uh, a big wind back of restrictions for double vaxxed people. So it's going to be interesting to see how things 
uh, take hold in New South Wales. Yeah, Janet Yellen says she is confident Congress will sign US onto global tax treaty. And while Congress has no love for the debt ceiling, little chance it will be eliminated. Market has been resilient in the face of multiple shocks, but now comes earnings season. We're kicking off earnings season for US companies. The banks first out of the blocks with their quarterly numbers. And the Fed's daily says it's too early to say the job market is stalling. But the global rebound in danger of stalling amid supply, bottlenecks, higher energy prices and surging inflation. And Facebook says it will open its algorithms to regulators to prove they are not harming users. You get the feeling that regulators probably wouldn't be able to understand Facebook's algorithms, so it's pretty safe to open them up to those regulators. As far as our market goes today, that payroll number is 194,000 new jobs were added to the US economy last month. That was missed expectations, 500,000, a long way shy of that. But we did see some upward revisions in previous months, so that did temper some of the negativity around that number. But certainly there is a danger, and the stagflation uh, phrase has been mentioned. Stagflation is where you have low growth, the economy going backwards, and high inflation, which is a killer combo. The U.S. third quarter earnings season begins this week. Major banks kicking it off. Analysts on average expect S&P 500 companies' earnings per share to be up around 30%. And Judo Bank, which is a new Australian neobank, it's been around for a little while, but it's going to come into the market with an IPO, valuing it at 1.7 times book value. Some winners and losers in the U.S. on Friday. Tesla down 1%, Apple down 0.3%, Amazon down 0.4%. Alphabet up 0.6, Square down 4.3, so that will obviously feed in to the afterpay share price today. In terms of mining stocks, Freeport McMoran down half percent, Alcoa down 2.2%. Tech, though, Techcom uh, were up 8.27, Anglo-American up 1.3, Vale up 0.76% there, and BHP up 1.1%, Rio up half a percent there. So that's uh, a little bit of uh, positivity coming in to the BHP and Rio share price. 10-year yields in the US did hit 1.63 on Friday, now 1.61, Australia 1.63. So there has been a big squeeze higher in those 10-year yields. Germany still negative 0.15. And the ACCC will look at IFM, which is bidding for Sydney Airport. It has a stake in a number of Australian airports, nine in total. So the ACCC is looking at that for possible uh, market issues in terms of concentration of ownership with IFM. Interestingly, the Chinese coal sub-index slumped 4.1% after China's top coal region told mines boost output immediately. So the Chinese now also looking at taking delivery of Australian coal, although quietly doing so after they banned it and pushed up their own energy prices through the roof. So now they're looking at taking our coal again. Maybe they'll take our wine if we had the same issue for them. Um, Mirror, which is Macquarie Infrastructure and Real Estate Assets, and Dutch fund APG. They're finalising indicative offers for Osnet potentially. And Rio's having more issues, yet more issues, with their copper project in Mongolia. The government there is demanding Rio pick up the tab for the cost overruns that they are bickering about still, and it seems to be continuing bickering 
for Rio and the authorities in Mongolia and their partners there. Zed Energy, Zed's dead baby, agrees to Ampol X's takeover. $3.78. There's also a complicated, well, not that complicated, but there's also a bonus uh, for shareholders for every day that goes by. Uh, After a certain date, they get a little bit more, so that makes life a little bit interesting. And BHP has warned the energy crisis could repeat in metals. So we are seeing that energy crisis where we are seeing big amounts of gains for oil and gas and coal as well. BHP saying it could repeat in metals. The main reason for that is that government red tape around the globe has been stifling mining investment. Also, to be fair to governments, BHP, Rio and others have also been pulling back on CapEx over the years and sweating the assets. So they can't just blame government for that. Vulcan Steel locks in a $220 million uh, cornerstone investor. So that uh, looks promising for their IPO. And uh, Vulcan Steel is not the same as Vulcan Energy. And Twiggy Forest commits to a billion-dollar hydrogen electrolyzer factory in Gladstone, putting Fortescue's money where his mouth is. And it's probably more his money than anybody else's. Uh, They're committing to this $1 billion hydrogen electrolyzer factory in Gladstone and Twiggy at the forefront of the big hydrogen push that Australia is making at the moment. Question of the day today, where to for the oil price? There's plenty of people out there telling you that it's topped out. Plenty of people out there that it's going to hit 100 bucks. Where do you think the oil price is going? Certainly at the moment, global demand and shortages are pushing up this oil price. And we haven't even got uh, many countries flying full pelt with jets at the moment, which will soak up even more demand for fuel and oil. So where do you see the oil price going? That's it for me today. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there as usual. It's a great group. Three and a half thousand members over there. Members helping members. Sharing is fantastic. If you're listening to this on a podcast or watching this on a video and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and you can sign up there for a two-week free trial. And that gives us a chance to show you what we can do and help you with your investment journey. Don't forget Friday, this Friday, October the 15th, not only is it the close of our one-stock competition, but we've also got Ask the Analyst on Friday at 5 p.m. You can register for that webinar on our website as well, and there'll be a link for that in Henry's Take as usual today. That's it for me today. Have a great Monday.